I want to know what the hell y'all niggas do over there for uh, sex if y'all niggas locked up in the house. Just bro, kind of oh my God. I'm hey, hold on, my hold mind, on. Man. You, I swear to God. You, you, you National Guards guys, they put y'all in a, in a hotel for months. So what yeah. do y'all do? Just straight masturbate for months? Yeah, man. Some people, they've been bringing their people, you know what I mean? They've been oh, bringing they, their shorty and shit. Oh, some yeah. people just sneaking in, sneaking in like it's a dorm room. <laughs> yeah, bro, just like that. It's like <laughs> being, being in college. I sneak people in and shit. Damn. I can't do it, bro. The whole, even when guys be um, deployed and going to certain countries for like a year <laughs> in the middle of nowhere, and I'm like, bro, you mean to tell me y'all also depriving yourselves of the God-given gift, which is sex? All I know is, bro, whenever I, I leave, the first the first shot is better. You better prepare it. If I say Goyacha, boss. Yeah. So y'all boys. So it's like prison. It's like when you get out of prison. It's straight Whoever's gonna man. get it, they gonna get it. That first Goyacha, they gonna get it, boy. That's crazy, dog. That's what I. I might have to invite you to a, to a couple baby showers, like hey. no cap. Okay. I'm back on it. <laughs> That's crazy, dog. But okay, that was just something I wanted to know. I'm just curious about it. Sci-Fi Say, Sci-Fi Say listeners, welcome back to another episode of Zoview. I'm your co-host, Bo, and we're going to get right into the shits right now. Um, I have a guest here with me who will rename Anonymous. I don't know how much I could start. It's like he's... We're going to call him John. Keyword, he is Anonymous, but I need a, I need a name so I can go with So we're going to call him John. That's cool, John? Yeah, yeah, that's fine, that's fine. All right, John. Uh, and uh, shout out to all the protesters out here that's protesting. To be honest with you, shout out to the rioters. Um, uh, the, the rioters that's doing it the right way. There's some niggas out here that's just doing just to cause more ruckus. Mm-hmm. But, um, shout out to y'all. I'm for everything that's going on outside right now. I'm going to be real with you. Everything. Down to the protests, down to... Um, the only thing I'm not so fond about is because uh, I don't believe, I do believe a lot of police officers are pieces of shit, but I also got like friends and people I know that's in the police. And I'm like, and I know the people I know, I know they just want to be home. Them niggas ain't really trying to yeah. go outside. Them niggas just like, bro, I got to be out here because of all this shit, but I get it. But people, people just outside like Corona ain't outside still. So, yeah, but Shout out to everybody that's out here um, protesting. I would trust me if it wasn't for Corona being outside, I would have been outside myself personally. <laughs> but Corona, uh, Corona got me pussy, so I'm pussy for now. I'm pussy, but I'm indoors with it. I'm indoors with it with what I'm what I'm doing. Because to me, I do, I do, I always have done a different form of. Um, I, I'm all for the protest, but I, I'm a guy that likes to believe in um, 
support your own and uplift your own. Like, yeah, I always uh, I'm big on that. I love the fact that there's a movement of people, you know, trying to support more black businesses out there, even though we all know we all have our own issues with them. But that's besides the point. Because right. I always tell people, man, because I always tell people I'm I'm king at support black business. And I always tell people that and then people would, you know, people would do the retort of, oh, well, customer service is bad. And I'm like, yo, come on. Publix did not start off. Chick-fil-A did not start off with great customer service. Everybody yeah. had to start from somewhere. If I got a business here in this corner and it's year one, like don't it, niggas having fucking. I'm not to say not to have these type of expectations, but they're new. They're new to all this shit. So I'm always be like, yo, I know it's tough to support some black business. And I do feel like if the service is bad, then that shit needs to go. But at the same time, there's plenty of other black businesses. Don't let one experience right. fuck up your whole day. The same way y'all be going to Walmart and having a worse experience at Walmart, y'all still go back to fucking Walmart, right? So, that's true, that's true. So that'd be my thing when it comes to supporting black businesses, personally. So that's that. But anyways, we're going to get into the support later. But I'm going to let uh, John talk. John, what? T- t- yeah. t- tell us what you do, man. This is a very important because I wanted to get some of this out there. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, same as well, I wanted to say, you know, start off saying a rest in peace to Brianna Taylor, George Floyd family, and every other um black men and women that suffered to pull this brutality without proper justice for sure. Um, I myself, um, you know, just like you, I'm down for everything that's happening right now. All the protests that's happening, all the awareness that's happening, you know, I want justice for these people to be to them properly right. And I think what's going on right now is just waking up everybody um, so they can open their eyes and say, okay, uh, you know, we needed that that push, you know, for the protest, for, for things to start happening. Mm-hmm. Um for for myself, I w- again I would love to be out there um protesting uh, due to my situation as well. Like, that's something that I can do. Um, um as you know, I'm in the National Guard. I'm currently under contract. I'm working um, the COVID nineteen case. So a lot what a lot of people don't know is <laughs> when you join the military, you know, there's a lot of rules and regulations that we have to abide by where we cannot say certain things or do certain things. So I know for a fact there's a lot of, you know, my fellow um, brothers and sisters that are serving that wish, you know, they could be out there protesting and they can't. Even the ones that are um, currently being deployed right now um, been activated to support um, the police with the riots that's going on. They are, they are put in an unfortunate position as well uh, where they can't, they can't speak, they can't speak out loud. Um, so a lot, of, a lot of things are going on. I'm pretty frustrated about it. You know, obviously, before I joined, um, I'm one of those people. I read my contract. I knew what I signed up for. Um, but there's always, you know, that self-reflection where situations like this happen where you're like, damn, like, how can I support? You know, like, how can I support? Like, you, where feel, you feel conflicted. I, I'm sorry, what, what was that? I was saying you feel conflicted. Yeah. Well, I'm not, I'm not conflicted with... Um, you know the the meaning behind the reason for the protest. It's more so how can I support without getting myself in trouble or putting my family in trouble? If that if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. So I've been supporting it my my own way. You know, like I found other ways around it, and that's pretty much you know like what what I wanted, why I wanted to speak about this with you. 
Mm-hmm. So people understand that they're always, you know, you could support. Yeah. Oh, and um, before we get into that, shout out to the um, anybody that's listening. I know I got a couple of uh, dudes that be hitting me up on, on social media from in the Army, Navy. I had a homie hit me up that was in China for a while. And he like, man, I needed me a Haitian podcast out there. This man was in China. This was like two years ago. Wow. And he used to hit me up. He's like, man, when I come back to the States, we got to sit down. We got to talk. I'm like, bet. I think he should be coming back this year because I remember we had that talk a couple of months ago. But shout out to everybody that's serving. Shout out to everybody, polices, everybody like that, man. But um, aside from that, I, I respect for what you do. But I promise you, um, I seen a dude posted this on social media a while back where he was like, he'll serve crack before he served his country. <laughs> and that's where I stand with it. <laughs> that's where I stand with it. Like, I, 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 I'm not saying that, you know, what you guys are doing is great. But me, personally, I don't love this country enough for me to do it. That's always been my thing. I see the benefits. I have a lot of friends that's in, in the Army or Marines or Navy. See the benefits and everything. But I honestly do not love this country enough, specifically for reasons we're going through right now. But I commend uh-huh. you for doing it. I mean, everybody, you know, everybody is allowed to... Um, feel however they want to feel about joining, not joining, you know, everybody's entitled to, entitled to their opinion, and I respect everybody's opinion towards the matter, you know, I'm not going to be the one, I'm not going to be that patriotic guy that's going to try to, like, fight yeah, off man. or bring up, bring up points on why this is important, no, like, I, I couldn't, I couldn't care less, you know, you believe in what you believe, I made, I made my choice because of what I believe, you know, like, you I, I joined, you know, I like, for my own personal reason. It wasn't really like for patriotic reasons. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's mostly for the benefits, you know, school benefits, education benefits, being able, um, you know, to get money to support my family. Uh-huh. Um, you know, those are the reasons why I joined. It wasn't really like anything patriotic as well. And 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 the other major reason too is because let's, let's look at the situation that we are in, right? A lot of people are saying, you know, they hate the police because of, the place is corrupted. The system is corrupted, which is, which is true. But how can we how can we fix that system if nobody steps up to try to fix it in, on the inside or completely override the system and start all over again? Does that make sense? Yeah. I mean, so, I mean, me so there's that topic as well. Me personally, I mean, I've been uh, I've been experienced that. To be, um, let me rewind. The first case. Or oh, the first time in my life where I realized this system is... Well, I've been new police out here killing us well, since I was in middle school. Like, I've had encounters with the police where I would didn't do nothing and these guys aggressively pushed me. I've had a police just stumped on one of my homeboys when we was in eighth grade. Stumped on him because he was trying to stop a fight and my homeboy was trying to run away. So he, he dropped him and then he stumped on him. That's when I... That was my first encounter with the police, and I remember that this was eighth grade. I went for people that's in Miami. Actually, this was seventh grade. I'll take that back. I went to Horseman Middle School for people that's in Miami that's familiar with that. And there needs to be an area where you should always fight. There literally was an area after school just for people to go fight, <laughs> just for people to go square off. That's crazy. And that area is still there because my little cousins go to that middle school right now, and they told me that area is still there. So... Um, that was my first experience, but my first experience of realizing personally that the system is corrupt 
was Trayvon Martin. I remember because I was in college doing that. I was an undergrad. Mm-hmm. And just him, um, just Zimmerman just going away scot-free like that, it did a number on yeah. me. So ever since then, ever since then, it wasn't for me. So yeah yep same here like i've i've been you know um racial profile before even when i was in the in, in the military after i joined the military you know like it happened to me um you know i got pulled over you know driving in a nice neighborhood asking me or oh, why am i like you know why am i going why am i here typical, you know, typical. even though i live in the area you know typical typical, typical you know racial profile and bullshit black so Typical black man shit that I, I actually, um, growing up, I actually thought that was normal. So I got older and I'm realizing, one, white white people really didn't believe that happened to most black people. Because I didn't think, I, I really thought most people knew that. But the, the people, you know, you got to understand, there's some white, there's some, I'm not even going to label it as white. There's some other community that lives in their, in their life. Let me not say other, it's more white. That's living in middle America, or better yet, that's living in the middle of, I don't know, reality. Where they don't believe that police is out here stopping us just because. Or they're in denial. It's either they don't believe or they're in denial of that. But my thing is all this, all this, I'm I'm so grateful that this is getting international news. Because this, yeah. this is beyond national news now. I'm oh, seeing yeah. other countries doing it, and I, I also feel like other countries are doing it for their own peace, for their own shit too. And but we all I already know like America is top when it comes to media, so I know once right. you know once number one shit in America happens, the world would know. So right. I just mm-hmm. hate that it just shit like this had that night with with another man dying for nothing. Mm. And I love no, I love social media with the way that. With the way that you know, a lot of white, some white people being ex- exposed, or better yet, some polices are even being exposed of what they doing. You seen the clips of polices out here, uh, putting bricks aside? What? Oh my god! I can't believe that. Setup, you know, a whole setup. It's crazy. It it's the craziest thing, and what pisses me off the most, I, you know, it's like. There's, there's, there's something that's called policing each other, right? Why are there not police officers that sh- they should be policing each other, but they don't do that, mm. which is why the system is so corrupted. Like, on, out of all those videos oh. that, have, that have been monitored on Twitter, there's only one that's, that was the one that happened in, um, in, actually in Florida when the, when the black um, woman police officer you know, got that guy back I actually know somebody that know that officer. She was telling me like, yeah, right. she don't be with the shits. <laughs> right. She's the only one that step up. And uh-huh. it's crazy to me out of what, five, five days in now, six days yeah. that we don't see that <laughs> anywhere else. My like, thing is, with all this, it with, just blows my mind. With all this going on, the only thing I'm I'm looking at is like, where are the white police officers coming forward? How many more people need to die? How many poor riots need to happen for more white police officers specifically? Because every time somebody does like this, somebody black does like this, they always put front uh, a black police chief. That's always they go to. Mm-hmm. I've seen the pattern since day one. That's always they go to. But for some reason, the whites. The white police officers, I never, I never, correct me if I'm wrong, anybody listening here that's seen a white police officer come forward publicly 
against what's going on. I've never seen it. But anyways, we're going to um I don't want to talk about that too much cuz I've seen enough of that in the news. Right. To be honest with you, and that shit is a sad. I don't want to have this episode as a whole sad ass episode. Right. And another news, let's 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 switch it over real quick to the um you say you uh you you're in South Florida. For people that's I, I right. think I said this earlier, but for people that's maybe I'm I must have missed it, but John is in South Florida as a National Coast Guard to help with the COVID nineteen case. Right. And they need you down here because what? Give me the give me the basic details of everything. So basically all it is is that we're we're here we're helping the local Department of Health with doing the test for COVID nineteen. So either we're providing security, um, we're doing, um, we're helping out with traffic, or we're helping out with the test itself, you know, record keeping and things like that. It's, it's pretty simple. We're here to support um, local law enforcement and the Department of Health with administering the test. And that's all that it is. Huh. There wasn't going to be enough manpower for just the local people to do this. Especially in South Florida. No, South Florida is too big. South Florida is too big. Somebody, yeah, somebody, yeah. Somebody, no question. I don't. I don't know why they don't have enough manpower. First of all, like why? Why did the Department of Health didn't just hire more nurses or whatever? That's that's not what I'm getting into, which makes no sense for me. I mean, but, I, I don't think law enforcement in South Florida has enough manpower. Period. Because South Florida is, right. is it's half the population of South Florida again alone is almost half of the population of the whole state. Right, and it's just that I don't think there's enough. Uh, I had a friend uh, text me the other day. He was like, "Yo, I heard uh, Broward and Miami Dade counties on lockdown," and I just laugh because I'm like, "Bro, do you know how big? Keep in mind, he's not from the state; he lives in, somewhere else." Yeah, and I'm like, "Do you know how big Broward County and Dade County is? To lock down the whole state, <laughs> to, to to lock down the whole city, two cities at that." Man, this this place was gonna look like uh, Batman. Uh, what's that Batman movie? The last one I came. <laughs> it would have had to be the one with like banging it. The one with banging it. It had to be something like that. That's the yeah. only way. It's the only way. That's the only way you can shut it down. If you cut off some bridges where people can't cross the bridge, you gotta have to shut down the highways. You're gonna have to shut down a lot of things in order for that to happen. And the yeah, day that happened, niggas is going crazy. So interesting. So, in the meantime, during all this, how bad is it from what you see? You you help with tests. Is is that shit like sad? Is it like some shit where like, you know, when like when you, I'm just thinking of it in a movie for sense. Like you know when um, uh-huh. army guys go to certain um, countries and then they have to help the local people with like food and water and supplies and shit. Is yeah, some shit like that. Nah, it's not like that. Honestly, it's it's just overwhelming. Because, you know, people are panicking. They don't know what's going on. They want to test. They want, they want a result. It's just, it's just really an overwhelming situation, you know. So the first couple of months, um, it was crazy. <laughs> like, like the, the lines will be long, you know, long days, you know, just doing the test. I, I haven't seen any. And surprisingly, surprisingly, being in South Florida, I haven't seen any crazy thing, you know, crazy activities where somebody got pissed or, you know, they tried to overrun the test sites or anything like that, you know what I mean? Uh There hasn't been any, like, major issues like that. It just was an overwhelming situation where people were just like, what the hell is going on? Gotcha. You know, what uh, what are the answers, you know? Keep in mind, where... And that's all it was. 
We're in June now. So when when did you first yeah. come down here? What month was that? March. March. Yeah. So like, is people still people? Is the line still long, or they're getting lesser and lesser? Well, they, they, they depends on where you are. They're getting lesser and lesser, or there's still you know there's still people coming in with appointments. Because again, you got you gotta remember there's no vaccine. So you go take the test. You may be good for seven days, and again, you might meet somebody later that has that test again. So you have to get a retake. So. Um, yeah, I have I have some family members and friends that work in the medical field. They'll tell me, hey, some guy will come in for something else and then come in. They test them. They test negative. And then let's say, for example, they stay in the hospital for like two days. They'll test back positive. So how is it with y'all, though? How often do they test you guys? Just well, you get, whenever you leave. So, so this is voluntary. So volunteer. So... Whenever you're ready to leave, before you go, you get tested so you don't go you know, back to your family and infect them. Oh, That's shit. pretty much how that works. Oh, or if, you know, okay. if you're feeling sick or you're having symptoms, you can get tested too. Wait, so they don't test y'all at all? Or they test you when you first yeah, you, got it there, you get so, tested you? So when, you, when you're about to leave, right? So when you're done working, you're like, I want to go back home, you get tested, right? Um, or if you start feeling sick or you're feeling, you got symptoms, you get tested. You know, so those are the criteria where you get tested. No, no. What I'm saying is that when you first got there, let's say when you first got here to South Florida, did you get tested initially? No, no, not unless you 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 were feeling like you were sick or you were in contact with somebody that had it. That's crazy, y'all. I be looking at that shit, that testing shit, as like it's a form of class because there's certain people that just get tested me just cause. No, for example, yeah. like the NBA. Before the NBA closed down, they were testing players just cause, and because there was a few that had symptoms, but there wasn't like crazy. Is this a level of class? So those testing yeah. sites are they free? Yeah, they are. Okay, because I some people telling me there's still some places that you have to pay to get tested. Uh, I don't know why those places do it. Really, to this day. Like, but you should literally be able to Google testing site in your area. Mm-hmm. They give you a list of the testing places. You go on their website, schedule appointment to walk in, and then you go take the test. If you don't want that, you pay for it. That may be something completely different that I don't have no idea about. Keep, keep in mind, listeners. Um, I haven't gotten tested for that, honestly, sadly. Um, not because I don't want to. It's just like at this point. If I get any type of symptoms, I am going out there. But I'm just curious. So, for example, for people listening that's in South Florida or anywhere that needs information on where to get tested, how do they go about it? So the easiest way, really, that I've done for myself, just you know, to play around with it, I would like go on my own, like on your Google Maps or Apple Maps, you type in COVID nineteen test, it will literally show you all the area that has that that the testing site. Um, and then you click on them. There should be like a website at the bottom. Mm-hmm. You click on the website, and then it gives you information on the website. Or you go on the CDC website. It gives you the states um, per state per area their testing centers. Or again, you can just Google testing center in my area, and that should pop up something for you as well. Just like that. Just like that, and then you go whichever I guess is closest to you. Um, you go to the website, um, if it's by appointment, then you can do appointment, you can call in the appointment, or if you want to go to a walk-in, uh, a walk-up test, just make sure you pick a location that does, that doesn't do any appointments, and you can go there as well. 
and then you know they're gonna ask you you know reasons you want to get tested symptoms you know just like going to like a a, a physical checkup or something like that mm-hmm. and then that's how you get tested okay. uh, typically it'll take it'll take seven days or less for you to get a result on your test um seven days seven seven days or less they'll let you know if you, they'll let you know um you know what your what your result is that's a long time. I could get tested and not have it, and then two days later, while I'm waiting on a test and have it. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know, I've said this before, and I'm going to say it again. I completely believe that we, most of us is going to get it. It's just going to be the strongest that's going to survive. And I don't appreciate, and I don't appreciate the news um, for the past week. I don't appreciate the news um, not reporting too much on the virus and reporting more so on the protests that's going on out there. And two, like, I am amazed by the amount of people that's outside as if the corona is not outside. And so, I, here's my comment on that, right? Mm-hmm. And I've been telling all my friends this, like, this shit is no joke. Like, you have to understand this is not about just about you. For example, me, I won't go back home until I get tested and I quarantine myself because I got family members that if they're, if they're exposed, most likely they're going to die because of the medical issues that they had. That's just me personally. Uh-huh. So a lot of people, they just know whatever with it. Mm-hmm. And, I'm, and, I, and this is what I tell people. If, you, if you've noticed the trend of um, casualties, most of them are people that already have some type of health issues. So if you're like a healthy adult, you could carry the virus and never notice. Yeah, that's what I've learned. That's like, what I've and not learned. and not even know, right? You could you could have it and not even know, but you could give it to somebody else, and that's the major problem. So, the whole social distancing, wear your mask thing, like that's something that should you, know, you should do anyways, just to protect yourself mm-hmm. and to protect your friends. So, and a lot of people are like, you know, well, you know, we got we got life to live. You know, completely understandable. You know, I don't I don't blame you. We do have life to live, uh, but is. Be responsible but whenever you make that decision, is it is it worth putting somebody you love at risk? That, that's that's basically basically what I what I tell people. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, just being responsible about. It. Actually, I think being responsible about it. And actually, this that is that is a better way of putting it. This is the reason why I'm not outside protesters because not more so just for me, it's just for the people that's gonna be around me. More so, mm-hmm. it's kind of like yo. If, if I go, because this is how I move since since Jan- since February. I move based off I'm around the people based off who they're around. Like, thankfully, I have a I have enough the people that I'm around. I know and I trust. The, the there's a few lingering ones that I'm like, okay, I monitor their social media a lot because mm-hmm. these people like to post where they at, what they're doing. If I see you out here at a pool party, I'm gonna mm-hmm. stay away from you for a month, purposely. I'm not telling people don't go to pool parties and do all that. And I'm not even going to tell you, hey, I'm not going to be around you for this much. You might be like, yo, I'm doing right. this and that. I'm like, all right, I'm a, I, can't hand, I can't do this right now. I'll catch you next month. That's it. That's just my, for my personal use, for my personal sanity. That's what I'll do. Yeah. So. And even for myself, you know, I have friends that will come down here or they're like, yo, we might be sliding down. I'll be like, hey, listen, we can hang, but however... This is what I've been doing, so it may not be a good idea, you know, for you to be around me, you know, because of the fact that I'm close to patients every day. So 
I don't know when I could carry it or when I could have it, you know, but I don't want to give it to one of my friends, you know what I mean? Yeah, y'all can see me whenever I get back home. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Like, you know, whenever, you know, I get tested and I'm going to clear, that's when y'all can see me. So, yeah, just like the, the, the overall message that you said, you know, just be responsible, you know, and practice your, your self-care, um, stay healthy, you know, drink water, whatever you got to do to stay healthy, you know, do it. And monitor your family members, monitor your friends, mm-hmm. check on them too. Because you never know. Never know, man. You really never know. But anyways, enough about that. So what do you do? Please share with us what you do for fun during the time of all this. I know it's all work. <laughs> man, listen, give honestly. Me, me, I know you already gave me the rundown of your day-to-day. Give me <laughs> the rundown of your day-to-day. You had that talk. Uh, what do you for fun, man? Honestly, bro. This has been a good time for me to reconnect to a lot of my friends, you know, talk to them, check on them about, you know, things that have been going on. People that I haven't had deep deep connection or conversations with, I've been having those, you know, building that bond among friends. Uh-huh. I feel like this is like a very sensitive time because I think I posted a tweet about it. Like, this is a very sensitive time where you should really be thinking about the people you associate yourself with because mm-hmm. this is crucial times where you're going to realize, okay, who you really fuck with. Mm-hmm. So we don't fuck with you like that, especially with everything that like twenty twenty has been wild. Everything that's been going on, like this is a time where you build those bonds or you break those bonds. And for me, the fact that I only work, like, I literally work and I run around in you know, my hotel and check on, on people, have conversations with people, watch Netflix. That's, that's it. You know, that's all I can do. Yeah. You know, and for for the for the protest, I you know do my donations, sign my petitions. And do what I can do, you know, even though I cannot be out there protecting that, I do what I can do to help. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and do nothing, man. It's been a rough couple of months, that's for sure. Like, so, for sure. curious, when y'all, when y'all on contract, I remember you said earlier when you contract, you got to buy about certain things. I remember yeah. I read somewhere where when y'all on contract, y'all basically give up your First Amendment rights. Is that true? So, here's how it works, right? And for the people... I'm going to address this right now. The Kiki Palmer video, that's the one I must speak on. Mm-hmm. It was a powerful, it was a, first of all, I just want to say it was a powerful, powerful video. Like, thumbs up to Kiki Palmer because she delivered her message beautifully. Uh-huh. I, might, I, know, might that, I yeah. might throw that, I might throw that, I might throw the interview, I'm throw the interview. I might throw that Kiki Palmer video in r- right here. Once the looting starts, the shooting starts, you have a president talking about the Second Amendment as a use for people to come out here and use firearms against the people that are protesting. This is the message that we're seeing. I don't know if you on social media because the news don't tell you everything. But you have to pay attention to what's going on. Or else we're gonna we have a, a president that's trying to incite a race war. And when the borders are closed, we can't leave. You have people in here that need your help. This is when you and y'all, y'all stand together with the community, with society to stop, to, to stop. 
intersection. I don't know. It was this intersection but not an intersection, but I have to control this area. Control. What is it to control, man? March with us. It was sending it was sending a huge message. We just march, just march with us. March the whole round with us. March you and your men, y'all protect us. So yeah, so it was beautiful video, man. And the the soldier that was there, and I and I and I can't, I'm not speaking on behalf of that of that soldier. I don't know him. I don't know what his beliefs are, what his values are, and I don't know what the overall goal of what he did was. Mm-hmm. But the one thing that I do know, when you join the military, right? Mm-hmm. The unit, the military, there's, there's something that's called a UCMJ. Those are basic laws that we have to abide by when you join the military. So not only we have to follow the you know our regular laws, we have to follow those laws as well. Now, within those laws, there's two big ones um, that that in that view was very specific to that video, uh, which is, um, the first one is Article 88, and the second one is Article, I believe, 92. But I'm only going to cover Article 88 because it's the biggest one. Mm-hmm. Article 88, pretty much, if you look at it and if you read it, that's pretty much what you're saying. You're kind of like giving your First Amendment away while you are on military Orders. So oh, if you act contract, if you contract, that you give me a First Amendment away, and for the dummies, yes. for the I say the dummies, for the people that don't know what the First Amendment rights is, please let them know. That, so that would be the right to protest. Okay, because I promise um, you, so that's the, don't know what that the right is. to peaceful protest. You know, that's a big one. Uh-huh. That that's what we have going on right now, pretty much, right? Mm-hmm. Um, now the way that it works is, and those those are the basic details. If you are active duty, um. If you're active duty, you're getting paid by the government, you are, you, are, you are in uniform, you cannot protest. So you cannot go out there in uniform and protest. Mm-hmm. Um, that's against, that's against the law. Is that the only rights the, that you guys are relinqu- relinquishing? Well, those, that one is the biggest one. I mean, there's not anything else that you really relinquishing. Besides, you know, when you read your contract, there are other things that you can't and cannot do while you're in military orders. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean... But that's there's the a lot. There's there's a, there's a couple. But this is that one is the biggest one that people are not aware of, uh-huh. unless you're in the military. Gotcha. That's that's the biggest one that the general population or not aware, wouldn't be aware of until today of what's been going on. Gotcha. And I didn't know. T- t- and to the reason I didn't know till till we had to talk. Right, right. So initial reservists like myself. Right, so let's say I'm not on. I'm not on orders. I'm not doing my weekend drill. Right, I'm just a regular guy out there, you know, if there's a protest, you know, I, I, I can and cannot participate. As long as I'm not, I'm not recognizable when I'm not in uniform. You know what I mean? I'm not speaking on behalf of the United States government, if that makes sense. Gotcha. Um, you know, and the same thing for social media posting, you got to be careful what you post on social media and how you post it. You just got to make sure you're not doing it in, um, in favor of the government. Gotcha. But, so again, Article 88, right? So when you see somebody in uniform, you cannot tell them, hey, march with me, um, take a knee with me. You are, now you, you are joining the protest and you cannot do that. That's against the uh, UCMJ. You know, that's against those, the vow that you took uh, when you joined the military. And it's very crucial that a lot of people, if you cannot join the military, if you are in the military, you don't know about this, you need to do your research and you need to know what you can and cannot do. And if you really want to, nobody is telling you, or you, you're not allowed to have your own values, your own virtues, because you can still you can still vote, right? While you're in the military, mm-hmm. you can still vote. You can you can you you, you still have your political views and everything like that. Mm-hmm. You know, you're you're allowed to have those views. It is that like those views cannot be expressed while you're in uniform. Gotcha. 
Right. So that just means so that that can when, take this just means that if you're not in uniform, if you're not under contract, you could do whatever you want. But when you're in it, there's some restrictions. Yeah. Okay. So, um, no, that, so if you have to do the, that's, that's actually if you have to do the, you you stuck to that. So that's the bottom line. Like if you're on active duty, mm-hmm. you're stuck to that. Now for reservists, so if you're if you're national, so and I'm speaking solely for reservists here, because that might help a lot of you guys. Um, look up the Hatch contract. Um, the, I'm sorry, the Hatch law. The Hatch law pretty much says that um, any federal employee. So that's including reservist members. If you are getting paid by the government or you're on contract like I am right now, I cannot be part of any protest. But if that's if you out of that contract or, you know, you're doing your own thing, you're not getting paid at the moment, uh-huh. then, you know, you can participate in certain stuff. I wonder- but if you actually do the, uh, actually do the military, you fuck. So that's just that. <laughs> I wonder if that, that, that thing applies to police officers or is it just like military guys no so UCMG falls for military only I don't know what police officers have I don't know what rules and laws they abide by I wouldn't know but I'm only speaking strictly here for me there's a lot more that goes into it honestly like um, and if you want if if, I, if you if we would sit there and break it down mm-hmm. um, piece by piece we'll be here for for a couple for a couple of hours and I'm not gonna do that yes. so again if you want to do your research, if you're in the military, you want to do your research, go ahead and go do your research. I'm only giving the brief overview from my perception and from from my research. You know what I mean? Um, so again, just do just do your review into into those. Um, so again, shout out to Kiki Palmer, great video, great message. I loved it. Um, but you know, there's just this is, this is why a lot of people they are conflicted, you know, the ones that know about about those rules, like like, oh man, I really I really wish I could do that, but I can't. There are ways to do it. You know, you just have to do your research and then you 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 know how to do how to support the movement. When you know when remember Kaepernick first took him in? Uh-huh. Yeah, there was a female Navy soldier. She decided to stand behind the movement in uniform and she took a she decided not to stand for the national anthem. And she got in trouble for that because she broke all the code 88. So I forgot her name. I was looking, I did the research for her, but I forgot her name. But, you know, and she did it. She wasn't aware, unfortunately. She wasn't aware and she got in trouble for it. Um, so what happened to her? So again, did she go to like military prison? Well, well so here's the maximum punishment depends on your rank and on your pay. Um, you know, the, the punishment will be more severe. Um, so, for example, for the guy that was in the video, let's say if he does, if he actually does get in trouble, guy, he the, will the guy lose, in the Kiki Palmer video. He will lose rent. Yeah, the, the Kiki Palmer video, yeah. Uh-huh. So, let's say if he does get in trouble, um, he could face, um, he could lose rank, pay, and he could possibly face up to one year of confinement, which is um, military jail. So, Question. Um, where the hell again, is, where, where the, hold on, hold on. Where the hell is military jail? Where is that located? They have them on bases. Oh, they're mostly on bases. Depends on, yeah, it depends on, on the base. So you know, you mean to I, tell don't, me, I don't know the drug. So, so you mean to tell me, let's say I'm, I'm at this base in Fort Lauderdale, for example. Let's say I get in trouble. They're going to put me in a jail at the same base I was at? Yeah, if you break the military law, that's severe. Yeah, you get you get put in military jail. Like I'm just thinking yeah, of the fact. Thing. 
I'm just thinking of the fact that the same nigga that's gonna be that I was just chilling with on the base is gonna be the same nigga that's gonna be my prison guard. <laughs> if that's their job, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, most likely you probably won't meet them because they try to avoid that. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. But military jail is a thing. Just in case you don't even oh, know. Oh, military jail so, and base. I that's just, why regular I just want to don't know it. Yeah. So I just want to be into perspective again. I'm not defending, you know, the guy who picked me. I'm speaking from my perspective. Mm-hmm. If I wasn't in that position, if I if I did do that, right? Now, I'm losing rank and pay. That doesn't matter to me, right? Like money doesn't doesn't equal the value of a, of a human being of a black of a black man. You know what I mean? I will do whatever I gotta do um, to protect you know my fellow brothers and sisters. Gotcha. You know, and the oversight to that is yeah, I can lose the rank, I can lose the pay. Fuck all that. No, that's that's nothing. But now I can face confinement. You know, they might, like, if I have a family, right, a military spouse, she's losing her benefits, my kids are losing their benefits, I'm losing my VA benefits. And let's, let's just put the uh, cherry on top. Once I do my one year confinement, I get kicked out of the military. It's on my public record. I wouldn't be able to get a job at McDonald's. Really? And that's a straight fact. Yeah. It's called a dishonorable discharge. So you get a dishonorable discharge, I'm t- you can't even get a job at McDonald's. So where the, the hell, facts. Where the hell pretty much like a felon. Where the hell can you work? <laughs> hopefully you find an organization that's willing to you know hire you wow you like a felon you know what I mean um, so well, the, the overall message I always, I always want to tell people if you're in that position do just do, do what's right you know you remember like you took you, you didn't take an oath to beat up on people alright you took an oath to do the right thing right for the people uh-huh. So any 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 leader, any anybody such a true leader, we understand you in a situation where I mean you got a large crowd of people that protesting you, shit, screaming at you, cursing at you, but you also got to remember you got to protect these people. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't stand by and see like some police officers brutally attack someone, and just because I'm the national guard, I'm going to stand by and let it happen. Absolutely not. You know we were taught proper techniques to do proper things. These people are not doing that. They are not utilizing those proper techniques. They are using, abusing their power. That's what they're doing. It doesn't take, like most of the videos that I'm watching, it doesn't take all this force to put somebody, or to detain somebody. It's abuse of power. It's abuse of authority. Well, we know the police party's abuse of power, but are you referring to the the National Guards guys that be out there and seeing? Yeah. No, I'm talking about the police. I'm talking about the police guy, and I'm I'm also saying that if if you're uh, if you're in the National Guard person and you're doing this, you are you all wrong. You know what I mean? Uh Um, you you all wrong. You shouldn't be doing that. Well, I mean, so. Sadly to say, I want to say we all should know that, but I've also ran into some people in my life that doesn't know that, that that's abuse of power. Or to be honest with you, I'm kind of happy this is happening. I want to re- mm-hmm. re- go back and say the fact that I want people to know that this is just the people the world knows about. Thanks to cameras. Yep. I, mm-hmm. I know personally there's plenty more. Shoot, I know. So I've experienced and witnessed certain things that's that's as bad or as close to bad as that it's just the fact that it's not recorded so it's going to be versus your word versus theirs and you know whose side they're going to pick so i want people to know with all these names of lists of black men and women that has died in the hand of the police i don't even think this is even the fraction of that 
Oh, no. In the past, absolutely not. Even in the past, let me just say for the past three years, five years, let's use five years as a mark, the, the amount of people that's been died by the hand of the police on record is not even in a fraction of what it really is with the people that didn't have a camera. Bro, not even that. Before social media blew up, let's think about these numbers. You know what I mean? Like, let's think about the people who didn't get recorded or the people that we we, we never knew what happened to them. Exactly. So, again, so I'm also glad this is happening. Like, the world, the world needed to wake up. You are, like, people that are in my position, if they were oblivious to this, they needed to wake the fuck up. Yeah. Because now, like them in that situation, they also know what's going on, and it will behoove of them for them to do the right thing. Yeah. Just like that police officer did when she did that right thing and stopped that other guy, you know, pushing that um, protester and being, a, being using his authority yeah. of power against that protester. Mm-hmm. She knew to do the right thing. She did. Right. right. She knew to do the right thing. So it's, she felt like she would get processed, but she didn't get. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. she did the right thing. Mm-hmm. So it will behoove of, if you are in the police, if you are in the military, remember you took an oath, all right, and you need to do the right thing. And that's not just in front of the camera, also behind the camera, also when people are not watching, also when people are not recording. Listen, man, my whole thing is- You need to stand up under the right thing. Right now, police police got big balls because they know the camera's on them and they still doing that. That's because they know they could get away with it, but- that's a whole nother topic for another time that I don't care to get into anymore. Because uh, I don't even watch the news as often as I used to. Because I used to watch the news to catch up on Corona. Because right. since the Corona been here, I, I watch the news like twice a week. I was never a news guy. I'll read an article here or there. i read an article more so than watch the news. But I had to watch the news because of Corona. But now, if I don't see it in passing, I don't care for it. Personally. Mm-hmm. But anyways, we're gonna we're gonna wrap 